So will you pray us in and then I'll, uh, I'll launch it. Absolutely. Uh, Lord, I want to thank you so much for uh, just, just the time to be able to do this again, to live in a free country where we can talk to each other about you openly and freely. And I would, I would ask that, uh, you bless Jerry with what he's going to say today Thank you. and uh, just uh, really relax him and, and help him just uh, be himself, which is uh, who we really, really enjoy uh, when he's talking about you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, God. Amen. So um, I, I'm going to title this because I'm going to do today, I'm going to do a part one and a part two, Ryan, and I'm going to title this Crack the Code. However, I've not cracked the code. I'm just going to, I'm just going to title it. So it'll be a a bit of a a tease for us. But one of the things that we've been talking about uh, a lot over the, this past year is the idea of the narratives that you tell yourself and um, how uh, productive you, you, yesterday, uh, Ryan did a great job talking about the difference between being effective and productive. And I think the narratives that we tell ourselves can lend themselves for effectiveness and or productivity, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you remember uh, cartoons. Um, I used to love getting up Saturday morning and yeah. watching cartoons and, you know, Tom and Jerry or whatever the whatever the cartoon uh, was. Many times they would have uh, an episode where, you know, uh, Tom or Jerry's faced with something and all of a sudden a devil would pop up on one shoulder and the angel would pop up on the other and they'd start telling them <laughs> different narratives. Right. And while we laugh at that, and I always enjoyed that uh, as a child, I think, you know, and as, as an adult, that's actually something that we experience that I personally experience on a daily basis. And so for some of you guys that have listened to PSP, I've got a little, little, remember the name that tune? Yeah. So I've got a little test for you guys. And if you're, if you're coming on today in PSP, uh, come back and listen to some of the other guys. But if you're on today, uh, for the first time, you're, some of these voices you're not going to recognize, but we're going we're gonna to play a quick game of Name That Tune and see if you guys can recognize these voices. I'm just going to play, I've got audios queued up of some of the PSP regulars, um, and I'm going to see if you guys can name, name that, that tune. Mm-hmm. You know, and exploring like kind of where this comes. So can you recognize, you don't, obviously don't everybody chime in, but can you recognize this voice of who this person is? All right, Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for the world. Something about ourselves um, that may not be, you know, the raw, real thing. All right. Some of you guys. And somehow out of that. I see a nod next to me. (laughs) Depravity. Who's that? We seem to always be able to just. Who's this? tension that we get you know i it, it it's intoxicating and it's unhealthy and it's not good and so so do you recognize those voices in just a couple words a couple words spoken which is weird right because yes. it's like either you do it or you don't it's like no he's like you practice the voice and after man. you pray for a thousand people john alice you'll start to under- let me go back to this one one answer you know that is? that's young students um Dakota, said that Dakota, they want i think i just did that last one way and the same thing we all kind of learn a certain style of prayer but who's that i don't know there's certain people Name that, that just help you really connect well with god i think some of that's yeah tom dixon yeah. but I, oh, okay tom dixon 
Here's the here's the last one, guys. This is really important. It's of peace and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Righteousness shall gird his loins. The wolf shall lie down with a lamb. The okay. little child shall. That's God. <laughs> Charlton Charlton Heston. So if you guys listen to PSP, you can recognize those voices. Like the the more frequently you listen to PSP, the more likely you are. Sorry, I just said PSP and spit on Ryan. But right, the more likely you are, Ryan, to be able to recognize that voice. So uh, how long do you have to listen to somebody before you actually recognize their voice? And then what about writing? Like, you know, if somebody shoots you an email or a text message, like, can you tell, like, if they don't sign, if Ryan doesn't sign his name on the text, is there a writing style that I recognize? Mm. Um, you know, in an email, is there a writing style that I, that I recognize? How long do you have to be in relationship with someone before you start recognizing the writing style? And then, and then if you get into motives, like you and I, Brian, have known each other for uh, 10 years or so. Like when you know, like, and trust somebody, um, and Paul Bauscher taught us that term, API, assume positive intent. How long do you need to know somebody like somebody, trust somebody before you give them the benefit of the doubt with their motives. Like Rufus is on right now. Rufus could say darn near anything to me and I trust he's got my best interest in mind, right? Yeah. Because I'm in close proximity of him. I'm in close relationship with him. So you guys probably see where I'm going with this. How long do you need to be in relationship before you trust their insight or their guidance? In, in Philippians 4, 8 through 9, um, it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So where I'm going today is like, how do I, like if you guys are all, Rufus, if you're coaching me up, and you're like, Jerry, you know, for you to recognize the Lord's voice, you're going to have to spend a lot of time with the Lord. For you to recognize the Lord's truth and writing, right, the scripture, you're going to have to spend a lot of time reading scripture. And my buddy that's parked behind me, Rick Meyer, would say, you know, that you've got to memorize scripture. And I'm going to go there in a second. You've got to memorize scripture because the enemy has a voice as well, right? Mm -hmm. There's going back to that. Uh, Tom and Jerry cartoon, you've got the, the, the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. And one of the things that we've also talked about is like in sports, people use uh, examples like, you know, so-and-so got into my head. And the reality is they can't, no other right. person can get into your head. The only, the only people that are in your head, if you're a follower of Jesus is the Holy spirit, right? Yourself. And then the enemy, those are the only, and you have a microphone. I have a microphone and I get to hand that microphone off to whoever I want to listen to. And so the scripture is very clear as Paul's talking about in going back to Philippians, he's saying, Paul's telling us, Hey, Jerry, think about such things. You know, here's the three sentences Paul moves from, you know, think about such things, practice these things. The God of peace will be with you. And uh, years ago, I went through a program called transformational leadership. Uh, which some of you guys have been through. We used to take our whole staff through it. I've been through it several times. I need to revisit it. But of the abundance of wisdom that was shared there, one of the things they shared with us was TFA, TFA, thoughts, feelings, actions. 
your thoughts control your feelings, your feelings control your actions. And so what I was sharing with Rick uh, on a previous uh, conversation, I told Rick Meyer, I said, you know, as a, as a 54 year old, one of the things that I've learned from experience is destructive narratives that lead to destructive actions. And so in my marriage, it's a perfect example. Like my, I would say something to my wife, my actions, I would say something to my wife and it would just take the situation and the, the wheels would just come off. I mean, it was just, it was bad, bad. And we'll have some of these conversations with our men's group today. And many times some of us, myself, you know, I'm saying, hey guys, I, I need prayer and I need to vent. I need to get some things off my chest because I really screwed it up last night, right? My wife did blah, blah, blah. I took it the wrong way. I said this, I wish I wouldn't say it, right? That your words are like toothpaste, you get it out of the thing and you can't get it back in, right? And I'm like, dang it, I shouldn't have said that. So as a 54 year old, you start to audit your actions. And I'm like, well, shoot, I shouldn't have said that. I wish what, you know, again, re-engineering your actions back to your thoughts and your feelings. Like, what was I feeling when my wife said thus and such? And then it, my, my corresponding action was this. And so we learn, like hopefully I'm learning uh, from my failures. And if I can use something like thoughts, feelings, and actions and look at my actions and go back, what was I feeling at that time? And tomorrow I'm gonna do a deeper dive into like rewiring, like how does the Lord help us rewire our brains? Because um, just like you've become, Ryan, unconsciously competent at a lot of things in your um in your trade and your craft, running your business, leading your business. There's things that you don't, as you're, you're doing your craft, you don't even have to think about it. You're just unconsciously competent. And I think that what I'm learning about myself is my narratives are the same way. Like there's narratives that are like deep rooted that I've been telling myself for 54 years. And um, some of those stories, those narratives just aren't helpful. It's just not healthy. So anyway, I, I had lunch with a, a really smart guy, really uber smart, Michael Crager. Some of you guys know him. He's one of the founders of Engage and Thrive. And one of the things that he was sharing with me was um, Sunday night, his 10-year-old son was sitting in the living, ro living room with him and, my, and he, his son was exhausted. And he looked at his son and he said, I am so proud of you, son, because you're exhausted. And it's not because you scored goals today and he had a bunch of soccer games that day. It's not because you scored goals or you performed well, again, productivity. He said, I'm proud of you because you're tired and hard work lead lends itself to being tired. So Michael, Michael Crager was speaking narratives into his 10 year old's mind of hard work is good. You're exhausted at the end of the day son that is good right he's teaching that his son that narrative like hard work is good well there's other people that we've come in contact with that um their narrative is that might be that hard work is bad right so i was using an example talking to rick meyer about like clearing off some trees on his farm and if i if i go out there to clear off some trees and it's 90 degrees and i start sweating the narrative I start telling myself is this is good. It is good to sweat, Jerry. Well, where's that come from? I wasn't born, right? When I was right. born and I could start formulating thoughts, my brain didn't start thinking, this is good, you're sweating. What happened? 
my parents started speaking to me at a young age. It is good to sweat, Jerry. It is good to sweat. And then my friends and my sphere of influence and coworkers and right accelerate 54 years later, the narrative is burned in my brain that sweating is good. But somebody's planted those seeds, right? Years ago and somebody watered those. Well then conversely, what if a, what if a young person, we work with a lot of young people in the cap uh, carpentry program, Justin's working with these young guys. And what if like he, he has a guy that, that um, is freezing cold and he says to him, hey, carry that concrete across the, you know, to the other side of the property, you won't be cold anymore. And the kid says, no, I'm going home. I don't want to mm -hmm. do that. Well, what, what narrative is, that's a 16 year old boy. What narrative is he telling himself? What narrative is he telling himself that is like, I don't want to lift 80 pounds of concrete and carry it over there. Like, I, I don't know. But if we could figure out how to get into their uh, psyche and do, you know, like brainwashing is such a bad word, but if we could do some brain scrubbing, like scrub the toxicity out, which we'll explore more tomorrow, but, you know, scrub out some of the toxicity. Where's the enemy speaking lies to you that you believe to be true and or you don't even recognize that he's teaching you, telling you those things. So I'm rambling, but um, more to come on this tomorrow. It's a, this is a, uh, Rick Meyer and I talked about it earlier today. This is a topic that I think we, I need to, I, I need to learn much more about this, Ryan. I need to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to lead myself better, I need to learn more about this. So I've got, you know, some of my issues that I'll bring up tomorrow that I want to learn how to change those narratives. Um, so some of my, my unhealthy beliefs and some of my unhealthy actions, I want to, I want to start working on those and I want to help others work on those as well. So pray us out, pray us, um, pray for, <laughs> pray for me <laughs> that I can start to, yeah. as I'm wrestling with it, I can really start to gain some traction and that the Lord would use us to help others in, in this regard as well, Ryan. I, I would, I would be happy to, um, Lord, I, I just, again, thank you for the opportunity this morning, uh, Lord speaking personally, uh, while I'm here with Jerry, you know, this event, this, this COVID event mm. caused us to go to band together as a, a, a tribe and this produced PSP through Jerry's efforts. And I think I am grateful that we've all been learning over this last year to rewire and reprogram mm. ourselves. And, um, yeah. what I would, I would ask that we always continue with that, yeah. but also let's not forget where we started. Mm. Uh, Lord, you, you've yeah. elevated us all along the way and we're now uh, seeking more mm -hmm. than, than we had. And uh, we just thank you for, for where we started and getting us to this place and mm -hmm. uh, for continuing uh, with all of the wonderful speakers and uh, all of the wisdom that everybody shared uh, very selflessly. And, mm -hmm. uh, we look forward to coming back and spending more time with you tomorrow, Lord. We love you and we thank you. Amen. Amen.